Hey. Okay, so I know that you know that I'm obsessed with drinking coffee. Cold, hot, I love it all. If you're like me and you cannot get enough of that delicious manna from heaven, then you need to get on the Life Boost because here's the thing. It is amazing coffee. It doesn't, it's not bland. It's jam-packed with flavor. Currently, B and I are drinking the Boston Cream Donut jealous you should be because it's delicious but it's also really good for the planet so it's not just good for your taste buds your tummy it's also good for the planet it's 100% organic and free of harmful additives and you can feel good about what you're putting into your body and it's fair trade which means that the farmers who grow it are paid a fair price for their hard work so if you love coffee just like me and you want some boston cream donut coffee or maybe um my favorite summer one which is the coconut one and or the s'mores or both together i don't know get wild with it am i right okay then you need to go check out life boost lifeboost.com and you can save yourself 20 percent. however what if it is like you don't even like coffee and you're like shh i hate it then i say to you you're wrong but it's okay to be wrong once in a while. I tell you what, you take our code and you give it out to the first five people and I guarantee you at least one of them will be like, oh my God, an angel. Thank you. And they will leave praising your name. Our code is unmasked. That's U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D to save 30%. Not all heroes wear capes. Are you feeling stressed out and overwhelmed? Maybe you haven't quite woken up from your long winter hibernation that we're all trying to come out of. You're not alone. But exciting news. We have the perfect solution. Our sponsor, A Place to Float, is equipped with the most amazing tanks for your sensory deprivation needs. Okay, imagine this. You're in a warm cozy tank completely weightless and free from any external distractions your mind is clear your body relaxes and you find inner peace or maybe you do what i do and just lay there and wonder about the whole what you're missing out on but you know what you fall asleep and it's also fine why not give it a try honestly whether you're dealing with like chronic pain or anxiety or you just need to unplug and recharge, A Place to Float has got you covered. Their chambers come in all different styles to fit your needs and their friendly staff will make sure you are comfortable and relaxed every single step of the way. Trust me, shout out to all of them. They are absolutely amazing. Shout out to Brad. We love you. So give it a try. Trust us. Once you experience the magic, you will wonder how you ever lived without it. And while you're at it, Use our code UNMASKED to save yourself 20% on our first float. That's U-N-M-I-S-K-E-D to save yourself 20% on your first float. In a world of ordinary, it's time to unmask the extraordinary with Unmasked, the podcast. With your host, Brandon Zimmerman. Welcome to Unmasked, the podcast. I feel like everybody knows me just about everything about me. Eye candy of the night, 100%. <laughs> and Sarah Zimmerman. I want to be on the back end of RTV and just like, k -k 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 -k. Right. Um, I saw Amanda Nunez and I'm pretty sure I fell in love with her. I want to just be her.
It's time to unmask your true potential. All right. Welcome to Unmask the Podcast. BS with BS, episode eight, on this sunny, beautiful fucking Memorial Day. And it's like technically your first day of summer break. It is my first day of summer break, and I'm really excited about it because, well, okay, because, did you just spit? No. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I snorted a little bit. <laughs> oh. Um, it is my first day of summer break, kind of, but then I only gave myself a week of summer break, and then I am going to start a job, a summer job. What is that job? Pooping. It's feetfinder.com. That's, that's yes. That's, <laughs> a, that's something I've really considered. I, I wonder if there's a market for man, mangly bro jiu-jitsu feet. There is a market. There absolutely is. I mean... Hit me up. <laughs> I don't know. I how much do you charge for that kind of thing? Uh, I would per, per, I would personally be charging. Um, sorry, I was fucking with my mic levels, and then I accidentally turned me way down, and not you. Um, I would personally charge quite a hefty fee. What is a hefty fee? I guess they're gonna have to visit my website and find out. Feetfinder.com. Find me. <laughs> find me. Find me Come out find here. Me. Um, and I would also sell like, like undergarments and whatnot. Oh. Shoes. I could sell my, sh- my used shoes. Yeah. Or, or socks. I have so many shoes, so. That's fair. Yeah. I think people have bought socks before from what I've, I have heard. And that's, uh. Yeah. I mean, teach his own. So, uh, feetfinder.com. Find us. There you go. <laughs> Find us. We're not like a couple on Feet Finder, although that's also could be an edge. Um, no, I'm basically so I was hired as a mechanic tech at Firestone on Michigan, and I'm super excited about it because this is like a whole like it. Okay, it is a whole curveball for my life. It's something that I really love to do, and something that I'm going to start doing as a job. And we're gonna see if I love doing it as a job and not just like a hobby. So, I'm very nervous. Yeah, a little bit different than teaching, right? It's a little bit, yeah. Not a bunch of eight year olds running around telling you to fuck off, and you can't do anything about it. And yeah, I mean, there's like pros and cons to both things. Like, I'm really excited. You know, I mean, I'm still like, right now, this is just like a summer gig, so. The idea of like teaching is still there, but you know, I, at least it'll be like a summer gig where I'm like, okay, I'm earning money, but I'm not having to like plan out a month long lesson or year long lessons, you know? Sure. So I didn't mean to yawn in in your face. Um, You had a nap today. I did have a nap. Um, So I'm excited. I'm nervous. Because I think I'm just super nervous about like not knowing anything, even though I've been going and taking mechanics like classes at Ivy Tech and stuff like that. Because of the way that money and time has worked out, it's always just like super sporadic. So like my first mechanic class that I ever took was in 2021, I think. I'm sorry. No, 2020. It might have been 2020. It was in 2020 because COVID just it like started and then we had to go completely virtual and so that was really weird and in that class it was literally just like basic auto stuff so it was like 
learning how to like do a walk around the car and like check everything and check the oils and make sure that everything looks good. And then my second class was um, electric. And that was the class that I was like, oh, wow, I don't know shit. And it stresses me out because I have a lot of like, I follow a lot of um, people online who are like, oh, I got A's in my class. And I'm just like, I'm just like, wow, that's, that's like not me. (laughs) I'm not a good student, but I really love to learn. And I'm definitely a hands-on learner. So if they can work with that and me having taken like five classes instead of like the 12 that I have to take to be AES certified, they seemed like they did. I told them where I was in school and they were like, okay, well, like you can come in and do like we'll work around your school schedule and blah, blah, blah. But then I ended up just like not like canceling my classes for the summer because it was more like a okay well I want to see if I actually like doing this before sure. I put any more money into I think school. That's a good plan because you know you could always take other classes to get your degree in something else if you don't like it. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I uh, I don't like working on my own car, <laughs> let alone other people's. Um, but I think part of that is because I've always have limited tools and I don't have the right space to do it. And, uh, so it's always like you got to fabricate something to make a a wrench work properly or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean like extra, like it's weird because I'm like, oh shit, like I have to bring in my own tools and my boss is super cool. Like he's been really nice and honestly like super like um, positive about my experience and potentially like me working in there and still take that. And uh, he's like, you're going to have a lot. He texted me because we've been messaging back and forth about like, hey, like I'll order you uniforms. And I was like, okay, well, what size of the uniforms come in? Are they only dude size? Because like I have to figure out like a small and a dude size is going to be swimming on me as opposed to like a small and a yeah, women's did, size. Do you have a youth mechanic outfit? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> like a Halloween costume. Yes. Yeah, so like, <laughs> can you go get this at Target for me? Like that's a Ghostbusters outfit. Yeah, yeah, yes. Put it on. Well, like, that's the thing is I really – part of me is, like, man, I really wish they would have let me wear, like – I wish they would have been, like, you can wear, like, coveralls, which is what I normally wear, or you can wear, like, navy blue shorts and a button-down. But one of their options was, like, a polo, and in my head I was like, absolutely not. I will not be caught dead in a fucking polo. No. But it's going to be, like, 90 this week, and I can't imagine it being much cooler for next week when I start. So we'll just have to figure it out, I guess. Yep. It's going to be a hot, hot time, I bet. (laughs) Because they're going to have garage doors open, and you might have some breeze, but it's still going to be, like, working. It's going to be, like, working at a factory, like I used to do. They had the big, like, industrial fans going, Mm -hmm. and if you stood in front of them, it was nice, but the moment you left that airflow, you just died. Yeah. You were a raisin. The the good thing is I really do love the heat. Like, I'm... I'd rather sweat my ass off than freeze my nuts off. Yes. So. Agreed, a hundred percent. I hate freezing my nuts off. It's yes. the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst. Um. So yeah, and then I'm coming into this adventure with a fucked up shoulder. So that was also something that made me stressed out because, like, I hurt my shoulder at jujitsu. I always get hurt at jujitsu. Mm-hmm. I very rarely get hurt at Muay Thai. Yep. Why do you think that is? I, you know. <sighs> That's the strangest thing because, like, you think, like, a striking sport, that'd be the one where you would, like, break something. But really, like, striking, like, 
normally when you get hit, you hit like, I don't know, you hit muscle, which is like bruises. And it kind of sucks. But when you get like a clean arm bar on somebody or somebody gets an arm bar on you or something like that and it gets pulled the wrong way, twist the wrong way, they're twisting at the joint or you get thrown and you get thrown on the wrong thing or like in your case, you know, you just kind of like got tossed off somebody's back and turtle, which wasn't a far fall, but the way you landed and you're landing on, you know, because striking sports, you don't necessarily, sometimes you can sweep. But where do the, like in, in mixed martial arts, where the, where the injuries generally happen? Well, they happen during a takedown. They yeah. happen in the jujitsu grappling portion of it every time. I think it's because we, had, you know, especially striking, you're a little more conscious of this is this is gonna hurt, but I need to check this or do this. Whereas, like in jujitsu and wrestling and stuff like that, it's like maybe you don't have the same control, especially if you're getting taken down and you fall wrong. That could yeah. be. I think that's the issue. I think that is the issue because I'm thinking back on both my jujitsu injuries, like the shoulder really hurts. Um, and basically I had the arm bar and I went to roll forward with it and are from the turtle. And I landed instead of like tucking and rolling completely. I basically just like fell on my shoulder. Spiked on it. Yeah. Yeah. And so even though we have mats, it was still really painful. And I was, I'm Yeah. So, and then um, the other jujitsu injury that I had, which was my, I broke my middle finger. Remember when I like broke yeah, piece of my finger you, off? Twisted backwards? No, I like planted my hand yeah. on the mat and it fucking broke. And it was my favorite finger. And I was like pissed that I broke my favorite finger. Well, that, you also fucked your elbow up. Oh, yeah, that's Mid right. Three. That was a freak accident too because Campbell had it and I. Um, the glove you couldn't get the your glove, arm out. Yeah, the glove got stuck, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah." So like, you couldn't even like. So move. those were like my big three. I mean, I broke a rib, but it was just that was it that was, was during a fight, and yeah. that was during a fight, and so it was kind of like, okay, well, and that's that was to a knee expected. in the grappling portion of Muay Thai. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all grappling's fault. <laughs> Pretty much. I well, I mean, I broke my shoulder getting thrown. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> or I twisted my ankle really bad in the mat that one time. Or your feet get caught in the mat. Yeah. Like your fucking toes gotten caught in the mat before. Mm. That sucks. Yeah. Um so yeah, so I am going into tire quarterly tire sale week with a bum shoulder. So I'm kind of nervous about that, but I'm I am really, really excited about the adventure. Um and I listened to um, with her own two hands, which was is a podcast about women in the industries. Um, and it was really good because it had two of my favorite female mechanics there. And they were really articulate about being like, we don't we don't know everything. And that's OK. Like Faye Hadley is one of the mechanics from all girls garage and she was like everyone just expects that i know everything and it's preposterous like she didn't say that word but like it's stupid to um think that somebody is going to know everything yeah well i think there's too much information well also she's even like i feel green at this endeavor like she's like i've been here for 10 years and i still feel green like Mm -hmm. i think too if you grow up with the car talk brothers like they had an entire episode devoted to answering people's questions on the fly but i also think they were mechanics for years like 35 plus years and like 
in the 80s, there wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, engines were not significantly different than other engines. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, you had your basic, like, fuel injected engine or whatever and yeah, now it's like 80s i think i don't know maybe i think a lot of it was carbureted still at that oh point that's what too. i meant sorry yeah yeah fuel injection, and now I, it's now and yeah. then that's actually one of the things that they were talking about is like they were like oh well now everything is a fuel injected and we have to switch from that and like i don't see a lot of people bringing in their like you know carbureted engine from like 19 whatever to get fixed by a bunch of people at Firestone, I have a feeling that is a specialty shop kind of situation. Could be, or somebody just got a clunker that you know and needs to get it fixed. And that's true too. You but know? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like you know, so like uh, jujitsu, right? So everybody like the the average black belt's got let's say they got twelve or thirteen years of experience in or something like that, and they know they specialize in like one one or two things. You know, they're really good at a couple of things there might be 800 other moves just like some people maybe they specialize in hot rods right but there's thousands and thousands and well, thousands of different cars yeah and that's what you know. perry the guy who is our guy at firestone was saying he's like you know i've got such and such and they're really good at suspension and like whatever like drivetrain suspension that kind of thing and then he's like and i got this guy over here and he's really good at like this this and this and like he's got people who shine in different areas but i think as a leader like that's incredibly important for him to understand like you know this person's really good at this this person's really good at this this person's really good at this and i am the perfectionist too i'm like i want to be good at everything yeah but well but the saying goes true: "Jack of all trades, master of none." If you're there's get, more if, than if you, to that saying, by the way. Yeah, but but you know, what I mean, like if you get good at, you know, let's just say you know the entire alphabet of, of cars, you probably don't know everything about every little nook and cranny. You might just know a little bit. Yeah. About each thing, it's impossible to know everything. Like, but that's but that's the thing about like specialists. You know, if he's got five people. One guy's good at hot rods. One guy's good at sports, like uh, tuner cars. One guy right. is good at, you know, suspension. The other one's good at, you know, Jeeps. Model A's. It'll and, be me for Jeeps. Model I'll be like, yeah. I got your Jeep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, you find a niche, you get good at a couple of things, and you build on that. And then yeah. that's where the years and years and years of experience come in. You know, as 10 years is in really in the grand scheme of things is not a lot of time right you know think about all the people we know that are like masters of an art of anything and they've been doing it for you know yeah 20 30 years yeah i'm super excited though because i'm really excited to get my hands on stuff i know like the first week it'll probably be just be like all right turn this do this sure you know and i'm fine with that like i i have really good work ethic and i know i will i'll be okay i think too like up until recently women mechanics have always been like they've had they've always been portrayed as like knowing everything quote unquote because they're very like like my one of my favorite scenes in a movie of a woman mechanic like my favorite pop culture woman mechanic I have so many is um in the scene from my cousin Vinny when she gets put on the stand and they're like asking like what is the timing of top dead center for like the specific car? And she's like, that's an impossible question. And they're like, answer the question. And she's like, it's impossible. And maybe I'll play the clip. <laughs> like 
it's such a great scene because she's like very much like matter of fact like that's impossible and they're like you can't answer the question she's like it's an impossible question because they didn't make that you know what I mean like she basically like popped off because they were asking her a question that was unanswerable and they were trying to trick her and like she just knew all of that information and she was really good at what she did um another one would be like um the girl from Atlantis I forget her name but she was very much like she knew her shit and I go into this and and I'm like wow I don't know anything <laughs> like it's really scary to think I just don't know sure. anything but you know most of your so um I think I was listening to financial feminist um she was talking about like a lot of jobs your training is on the job yeah you don't go in knowing shit I went in I mean in you know and it's all just a matter of just going in and saying I'm green I don't know shit mm-hmm. and you know, my but, my job, I went in and didn't know how to I didn't know how to run a loader, skid steer, I didn't even run a chainsaw before. I learned all that on the job. Yeah. And now I'm decent at it. Yeah. But it's And just, you bring all those fun skills home and you go and cut trees. Yeah. <laughs> well, too, I was like thinking, I'm like, wow, like I really have to credit martial arts to my newfound confidence in like and the way that you build me up. I mean, you definitely build me up a lot, which is really nice. Um but like I definitely have to credit my newfound confidence and like being like hey it's okay to fail at things like I think of all of the martial arts that I've ever done um because I've only done a couple I did I did show to Khan when I was little and I really didn't like it but my teacher was like a kind of a mess and it was not Mr. Police love that guy he was great but it was a different teacher anyway I digress so I did Shotokan for a while and we had to memorize katas and as a dancer I was really good at memorizing but the way they taught it was just stupid so I was angry but then I did Muay Thai and then I did jujitsu, and jujitsu was the one sport that I definitely like had to cry at a lot and now it's like it it really is like learning a new language. Like it's like, okay, I know what you mean when you say like you're gonna shrimp out and you're gonna regard. Like I would I would remember I remember I would get angry because instead of people being like, Oh, you don't know what a Kamara a Kamara is. I can't even say it now. They're like, you don't know what a Kamara is, let me show you. Instead, they'd just be like, okay, you're going to Kimura my arm. And I would just be like, I don't know what the fuck that is. And it would make me really frustrated because it would be like me being like, you're going to my arm. And I'd be like, what the fuck did you just say? What does that even mean? Right, exactly. So that and kind of like looking back on it. And now that I, because it is still such a new thing that I've done in the like last, what, five years I've been doing it. So it's kind of interesting to be able to look back and say like, Five years ago, you knew nothing. You knew nothing about jujitsu, and in the last five years, you have been able to compete at jujitsu, win at gold, like do well, and you understand so much more. And now you've, you're almost to a purple belt. You've taught it, too. right? Exactly, and so, which is actually a really good point you bring up because I'm going to be teaching stuff about cars. So if you are a uh, someone who would like to learn about the basic maintenance of your car and why it's important to maintain your car hit me up on instagram because i'm going to start doing car workshops predominantly for women and non-binary humans um that kind of would not have normally been brought up around cars or you know because that's my 
biggest thing is like my goal in this whole endeavor is to teach women or those who see themselves as women or have she, her, my favorite pronouns, her, she pronouns because they're chocolate. Um, <laughs> uh, her, she pronouns about their cars so that they feel less like getting taken advantage of. Or if you are a person of like a minority or whatever, you know, in a minority subset. And I say this because as much as I would love to just be like, it's women, it's not like, <laughs> bless my friends um, at Cat in the Hat. When I had stalled or when my battery died, I had a lot of gentlemen who were, n- would are out gay and they were like I have no idea how to pop my hood and I'm like how do you not know and I don't know if it's just an interest that they didn't have or what but to me in order to not get taken advantage of at the places that I have to spend a lot of money of I need to know that I have the knowledge to go in there and say for a fact no I do not want blinker fluid stop trying to sell you know what I mean yeah so that's kind of like my I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> but it's important to me. And I already have a logo drawn up. So and I do want to open my own yeah. garage if I do ever want to. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm excited. I can dig it. I've also had to take a lot of time off of practicing this week or last week. And that was really hard. Well, you got physically hurt. I mean, that's, you know, nobody likes to do that. I hate it when I get hurt. And I can't go. Like if I'm when I was sick a few weeks ago and I, I think couldn't go for a little bit i was just like uh getting you know spinning my wheels and just didn't feel good how did you get through your shoulder um honestly i watched a lot of like ultimate fighter (laughs) and like i kind of dialed into other things other aspects that would help me improve so for one thing um my physical therapy i went hard with that you know every when I the days I had it, I would do it, and I would do other things that I could do, and I also went back to training probably earlier than the doctor. Well, definitely earlier than the doctor wanted me to, but um, but I, I a lot of it was just like filling my head and my space with other things that maybe either got me excited about fighting and stuff again, which is why I would watch fights. I'd watch Ultimate Fighter, things on Fight Pass and things like that. Uh, but I would also do what other other exercises I could do. And I dialed in my diet a little bit better because, you know, I could be a little more frivolous when I was training my ass off as far as what I was eating. But then I was like, well, shit, I can't. So I need to make sure I'm 100% dialed in eating right because I don't want to gain a bunch of weight. But uh, that's the thing too is uh, I think it was – Huberman I was listening to was talking about, uh, you know, you might gain a little bit of weight because you're eating, you know, this is the other thing as soon as you eat a couple hundred extra calories a day uh, when you're sick or when you're hurt to help kind of essentially heal you, you know, not obviously thousands of calories, but a couple hundred is like an extra protein bar or something a day and you'll gain a little bit of weight, but you'll also come back faster and lose that weight very quickly when you go back to training or something like that. So, um, you know, just eating the right foods, eating, you know, not eating a bunch of bullshit because, oh, I'm sick or I'm, you know, injured and I can't do anything, so I'm just going to eat shit. I mean, that's not, you know, helpful. But I also, like, did other things, um, things that wouldn't normally get done when I was at the gym. Like, I would, you know, 
keep up on cleaning the house more or do a little more yard work or maybe do some maybe if there's some projects that you wanted to get done that maybe you could do in the meantime at the house or something you know um things that normally get put on hold but here at the gym three hours a day five six days a week you know what i mean yeah some of those things help fulfill me too because it's like okay now i have no choice but to do the backyard for instance or something you know what i mean like or work on the garden more or or whatever it is you know what i'm saying like checking some boxes that you would leave unchecked because you didn't have the time you know that that in itself is fulfilling because you're still completing some things you've been wanting to do and now you have every excuse to do it you know it's like oh i can't go punch shit right now so what else can i do and that's yeah that's something i like anyways because there's other things that you know martial arts is one of my just absolute favorite things but there's other shit in my life that i like to do you know maybe go to the uh, we can go to fort penn and and walk some trails you know that's not gonna hurt your shoulder or like you know any of the parks state parks yeah i mean i'm definitely gonna go kayaking on thursday but here's the problem is that it's that push pull that is really struggling with so i'm like all right shoulder like let's go let's see what happens right exactly it might just be me pulling or um hitching a rope to hannah's kayak and being like pull me yeah well i said give it a shot i mean also too that's a few days away your shoulder might be feeling good enough to do that and maybe kayaking for a little bit will be good for you because you can move yeah. your shoulder around more because yeah. you do need to move it if you just let it sit still it's gonna be like frozen it's just not gonna feel good you know what like i'm saying elsa yes <laughs> just like elsa yeah i yeah it's interesting because i think it's a really hard balance to be like okay i really have to move this and okay i really need to rest you yeah know what i mean like when we went into the doctor she was like okay so you did separate your ac joint it's going to take a couple of weeks to get back together. I'm like, story of my relationships. No. And then she's like, so lots of rest, you know, ice it, and then also move it. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? Lots of rest, but movement. But also movement, because we also. don't want it to get stiff. And I'm like, mm, I don't understand. That's confusing. What are you talking about? I'm feeling about? mixed messages here. You need to explain yourself, Mrs. Doctor. Exactly. So... I don't know. I I know I need to move it, and it's definitely feeling better. Like, the fact that I can actually do my hair is wild now. And there you go. And I say thank you. Like, literally, I'm like, today I put deodorant on, and I shaved my armpits, and I go, I'm like, thank you so much, body. There you go. Because it was, like, one of those moments where I was like, oh, I can – because, like, reaching across myself is really hard. Yeah. Um, Putting on a shirt and, like, pushing my arm yeah. out is really hard when there's, like, resistance to it. Um, I uh, I remember having to squeeze a soap or bar soap in between my armpit and my my body because I couldn't move my arm out. I had to like just squish it down in there just to get some soap in there and then pull it out and then just like splash some water on it, let water run down and hopefully it would clean it out because I couldn't raise my arm up. Oh yeah. So like the first like week or so of my shoulder, especially when it was out of socket. Oh god. And the damn doctor didn't put it back in socket, and they still tried to charge me $2,000. That makes me shitter. I don't uh, like it. It was Not awful. shitter, but it makes that me That makes shudder. me shitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of weird. Um. Okay, so we are coming up on, um, or we are in Memorial Day. It is hot as shit. What is your go-to, like, summer drink that you love, that you, like, crave in the summer? Summer drink? Besides water and Fit Aids? Yes. 
Ice cream. That's not a drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I don't have like a favorite drink. I just love like popsicles. Yeah, popsicles are. Give a me life. some popsicles. You know what mine is? Is strawberry lemonade. Ah. I love strawberry lemonade. It's so yummy, and it's goes. It pairs. It pairs really well with like Doritos, nacho cheese <laughs> Doritos. Um, like I used to really love. What's your pool? Pool meal that you like? Pool meal? Yeah. Oh God, man! I keep seeing those memes. It's like this shit hit different. And it was it like the truly did. It was like the chips on the the bologna sandwich or whatever. Dude, <laughs> let me just so a, a bologna sandwich on that fucking white Wonder Bread with some like mayo and some mustard and Dorito chips and a Capri Sun. Ooh, just talking about it, it makes my mouth water. I think though, like just a sandwich in general. So like I'm thinking just like a juicy PB and J. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like raspberry preserves. Oh, damn. Yeah. Bougie. Fucking lather that shit. I'm talking about that shit where it's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly in the jar. And you just like. Goober. Sc- Yo, that shit was so good because you could just take a spoonful and it yeah. was like. Goober uh, was fire. Yeah, it was good. It was fucking fire. Oh, yeah. So like that kind of shit. And that's what I've been craving for the last couple Do of days. Do that. Put like some pretzels on top of it. Get out of here. What the fuck? <laughs> Is there anything during the summer that you cannot wait to that you're really looking forward to doing? Man, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to, uh, well, so we're sparring Saturday mm-hmm. at uh, Real Fighters. And then after that is uh, Academic Grappling's two-year party, and it's a pool party, which is super fun. Lots of good food, fun. good mm-hmm. people at the Shona Geese. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of stoked about like doing things like that. I, I really want to go do some trails and stuff like that. Um, and eventually when it's cooler, cool enough to camp, I want to camp. Like I like just outdoor shit, man. Like yeah, outdoor shit is anything, what I'm, like, anything outdoors. Do. I don't like I'm like reading outside. I'm just read on the porch because it's beautiful out. Yeah, like I think the idea of just being out is so nice. Doing outdoor yoga Sunday was so fucking awesome, mm-hmm. and it wasn't even like super hard yoga, but it was just like cool breeze. Sun was you know on just warming me up. It's just in a beautiful park. Yeah, that's the shit. <laughs> I love that. Well, I'm excited for sparring, although I don't know if I'm going to be able to. I'm very nervous about it. I, just don't throw your jab. It's so much easier to say than to do. Just switch southpaw. <laughs> All very hard things, I know. Yes. So yes. that's kind of where I'm at. So we'll yeah. see. Everything outdoors. But I am looking forward to... Um, kayaking this week. I have a pedicure in line. I'm gonna get an iPad maybe tonight. What the fuck? <laughs> Who are you? A crazy person. So yeah, I'm excited. Fuck yeah. Um, and your fit is on point. You got uh, the fanny pack. Apparently, uh, a lady at Starbucks thought I was very colorful this morning, wearing my blue and orange hat with my red chucks and my yellow fanny pack and, and golden girls shirt. My golden girls tank top. Um, are there any fights coming up that are exciting? This weekend, motherfucking Tim Elliott. Yes, Tim Elliott. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, he's the man. He's uh, awesome. He's fighting uh, Victor. Hugo, the guy who wrote Hunchback. He N- said, I fucking hate your books. No, Victor Altamirano. Nice. I don't know 
this guy, but he's 12 and 2. So I'm looking forward to it because Tim Elliott hasn't fought in like a year. Yeah. And uh, he's the man. Yeah, I'm super excited. I'm excited about him. I think I really liked him on Ultimate Fighter solely because um, he looked like you. And I was like, hey, you look like my husband. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> Which a is funny because we were just watching. I almost said Ian McGregor, <laughs> Connor McGregor. And Hannah was like, that guy looks like your husband. And I'm like, I don't think he does. I am very Irish. I'll give it. I'll say that. But uh, not as Irish as Connor. Obvious. I don't, <laughs> I don't think Ireland is as Irish as Connor. No. Uh, according to my genealogy thing we did, I was 56% Irish. But he is 100% Irish. He is Ireland. <laughs> it's vastly different. <laughs> uh, what was the other 50% for you? Ir- Italian? It was like 28% Italian. And then like the rest was just a bunch of different things i forget what it all was but but i know because i can tell you my great grandfather was italian yes. full-blooded italian owned a shoe shop in Greencastle. i know that it's alberto i think was his last name alberto shoes go see it it's not there anymore oh sorry <laughs> pimp your grandpa this was great grandfather long now. long time ago <laughs> um but uh but yeah so um yeah i'm excited for tim elliott i, I think Nunez is fighting pretty soon. Yeah, I think she this is. This month or next month. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's in June. Is it June? I think it's like, oh shit, I don't know. I'd have to look it up, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's in June. Pretty sure I have it uh, in my phone somewhere. We're going to have to, we should get like an unmasked um, watch party going. That'd be pretty dope. With all of our fun people. Maybe we should do an outdoor pay-per-view like we've done in the past if it's not going to rain. Slay. If it does rain, we'll do an indoor Fuck it. No, we won't because our house is, smells like dogs, so no. Well, only people that like dogs will come to our house anyway, so. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be exciting. And then Ultimate Fighter starts with Chandler and Connor. Yeah, this Tuesday. Oh, shit. I'm so stoked. All right. <laughs> it's going to be fucking awesome. What do you think their first interaction will be like? Chaos. Chaos. <laughs> It's going to be hilarious. I, I It's funny because it's like weirdly predictable where they're like, they're going to do a screen, like a shot of them like walking down the hallway and walking into the doors and they'll be like shot on the door, open door. Like an AI, it feels like an AI wrote. Chat GPT fucking, wrote. Yeah, like Chat GPT <laughs> wrote the script for everything where they're going to be like slow shot on the door and then the door is open and it's mcgregor or you know and then they'll cut to like mcgregor talking about why he's going to be a great coach and blah 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 like it's so predictable but if you've seen any ultimate fighter with conor mcgregor it's fucking hilarious okay (laughs) but i have not seen it i've not seen any ultimate fighter with him so yeah it'll be interesting to watch i i will do the thing where i'm like i'm not gonna watch it and then i'll be in the kitchen straight up watching it yeah (laughs) yeah that's what i said about mcgregor's documentary on netflix mcgregor forever no it's like four episodes and i was like i'm not gonna watch this shit no i mean i guess i'll see what it's about (laughs) and then i would like watch parts of it and then i i was like sarah get out of there get out of there you're watching this you're getting drawn in you're getting sucked in i don't want it so that I would go upstairs and listen to true crime, but you know that's fair. All right. Well, thank you for sitting down with me and chatting. Nope. Thank you for being your wife. You're welcome. Yes. You're welcome. You did good there. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody.